Look, life happens. We all fall off the wagon sometimes. But if you were having the joy of connection and then something happened, you interrupted your flow, and before you know it, it's been months since you talked to your guides. You may be feeling unsure about how to get back up on the horse. In this episode, we'll show you how to gently ease back into that rewarding relationship. Welcome to the Modern Life and Spirit Podcast, where we explore spiritual topics relevant to today's world. Your hosts, certified psychic medium, Christina Wooten, and Reiki master teacher, Robert Wooten, break down how to work with spirit to create more positive growth in your life. Consider this podcast your go-to spiritual resource for navigating the modern world. Hey there, kindred spirits. Welcome to Modern Life and Spirit Podcast. This is Christina Wooten, Certified Psychic Medium at SedonaMedium.com. And I'm here recording with Robert. Hi, Robert. Well, hello. I'm Reiki Master Teacher Robert Wooten, also with SedonaMedium.com. I had such a good day. And one of the things that I thought was really neat is I have daily meetings with my spirit guides. And yesterday when I was sitting with one of my guides, I saw that I would be um, going in Flagstaff. They were recommending doing a little bit of work. I had some writing to do. So to do some of this writing and work in Flagstaff, which is such a cute community. And it's so much cooler right now than the Sedona area, which we've just been so hot for so long. So it's always a nice little getaway. And so I was picturing this coffee shop and tea shop and thinking that would be a great place to to go like my guides had suggested. And it was so wonderful on the drive there. We came across this beautiful fields and fields and fields of just yellow flowers. Just the whole thing was carpeted with yellow flowers and there were horses in the field and these beautiful pine trees in the background. And it was such a treat. And it made me think of, I would have completely missed that because clearly these flowers must only bloom for a short period of time for me to have missed that after all these years. And so it was such a treat thinking, thanks to my guides, for encouraging me to go to Flagstaff. I didn't know why. I didn't know why that was significant or important. I thought it was, hey, it was a great idea to beat the heat and things worked out for that to happen. So I'm in this kind of vibrant mood, really feeling refreshed and exciting from that experience. But it also makes me think about how important these little touch-ins and these little connections are with our guides. Sometimes we don't know where these messages are really going to lead us. We're not sure exactly the outcome, we're being pointed in the direction. And then we have the opportunity to see what that reveals. And this was just an example of that experience. But if you have felt that, you know, rewarding connection with your guides, or even just in your life, you felt that sense of being connected to something deeper in the world, felt that greater meaning that was happening around you, noticed all the synchronicities. Maybe you were getting a lot of awakenings with universal number codes and frequencies and combinations where you knew you were touching something sacred. You knew you were touching something really meaningful And then life happened. Something occurred. And that could be so many different things, right? Life's kind of (laughs) full of twists and turns and unexpected things. Maybe you just 
got really overwhelmed at work, you had some big projects, or there could have been health issues or reasons that maybe caused you to step away a bit from some of your practices. Maybe if you're caretaking an an older family member or a child that really needs extra support, or perhaps something happened in your life and you just felt really upset about it and needed to recalibrate and reconcile things within yourself so that you could then reconnect again. Or for some people, the whole process of getting back in touch with your spirit guides, maybe you've taken just a big break. You were really in touch as a younger person, there, or maybe there are stages in your life where you really felt that, and then you you stepped away. You got connected with all this grounded, worldly pursuit type stuff. And now you're coming back around and realizing you want to feel that way again. You want to awaken that beautiful side and beautiful part of yourself. So this episode is all about how do you lovingly ease back into that so that you're setting yourself up for success, that we're not going to extremes. Because I think what has a tendency to happen is people get into extreme mode. They're like, all right, kind of like a diet, I'm going to commit. And so that means I'm going to commit to at the highest level that I can commit. And I'm going to, you know, in a diet example, be like, all right, I'm going to immediately work out like an hour every single day. And I'm going to have this calorie count. I'm, I'm not eating any bread, no whatever, no goodness or sweetness of life. <laughs> Okay, so there's like an extremist when sometimes when we're starting something new. And that really sets most people up to fail because you're swinging from pendulum to pendulum. And what happens when we're doing something unbalanced, that pendulum swings to another unbalanced state. And then because that's unbalanced, it's going to knock us back into another experience of unbalance until we learn how to do things gently and along the middle way. Let's start with how do you get back in? How do you like dip the toe into the reconnection? I think the most important thing, there can be a little bit of shame sometimes when I'm talking to people about how much they really want to reconnect, but they feel a little embarrassed about reconnecting with their guides. Like their guides are somehow going to be upset with them or disappointed that they stopped communicating with them. Yeah, you're thinking if you had a friend and you hadn't talked to your friend in a while, then that friend is going to be angry at you. But that infers the concept of ego. You think your friend is going to feel left out or dismissed Mm -hmm. or somehow insulted, and you're implying this ego attachment. And spirit guides don't have that. They're always here for us, and they're always, you know, of the higher light and the higher levels. And so they don't have that ego attachment. They're ready to reconnect whenever we are ready to reconnect. That's absolutely true. Thank goodness, right? I mean, (laughs) what if we had vengeful guides who are like, I don't know, I'm not going to tell you now. You didn't ask me last week. So, oh, thank goodness. I mean, how many times did they say, you know, you could avoid this pitfall if you just do this? And we're like, no, I'm not sure I'm ready to do that. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, they have to help us out of the mud trap. Like, like, oh, I tried to tell you. I think also there's a sense of guilt that happens that's connected where you feel like you've done something wrong. You knew you were doing something good for yourself and then you got off track for whatever Mm -hmm. reason and you feel like, oh, I did this wrong thing. And it's so important that we really step away and just be in the present moment. That if we're in the guilt, if we're in that shame energy, you're never going to come back to that table because every time you think about it, it's going to make you recoil 
It's going to make you feel like, oh, I don't want to feel that feeling. Like, that feels terrible. Mm -hmm. So we walk away. So if we can see things with a really compassionate lens, if we could see things from our spirit guide's level of understanding of life happens, we are human beings with really intense demands, especially in our current culture and in some of the lifetimes that you may have signed up for. And some people may have signed up for really intensive lifetimes with some difficult themes that are happening. And so sometimes the reality is we're in a place where we're just dog paddling. And sometimes it feels like just the nose mm-hmm. <laughs> is what's, yeah. you know, above the water. And so we have to be just very kind and very understanding. And instead of being in the blaming of, oh, if I had only done this, I should have done X, Y, Z. Let's be in the loving space of the now of, you know what, that meant a lot to me then. And I know I want to reintegrate this feeling of love and compassion and energy that gave me more confidence in my life. So see things from a compassionate lens to begin with. Right. So for instance, if you were practicing yoga and you had reached a certain level of proficiency at it and you've been doing it for a while and then you decided to take a break for whatever reason, maybe you got injured or maybe you had other things you had to do. When you started back, if it had been a while, you wouldn't jump right into the more advanced levels, you would warm up and you would understand that it's going to take you a while to get back to that place that you were before and you would understand that. So it's, it's similar to that. Yeah, you, it's all about kindness and gentleness and doing things in a balanced way. And when things are balanced, you're much more likely to make it a lifestyle. And your spirit guides, you want that connection with them to really be for the long haul, for your life, so that it's not something you touch in and and touch out of, that it becomes a grounding force and a cornerstone in how you live in the world, because that's how you make those big evolutionary leaps in one lifetime. That's how you make the most sense of meaning, development. We create so much more compassion. We look at the world with forgiveness and kindness. That's the type of energy that I want in my life. And I don't want it just sometimes. I want to learn how to create it gently all the time. So I love what you said about just taking a little bit and focusing on what you can do in the moment. I teach in my program when we talk about connecting with your spirit guides, how important it is to make sure that you are flexing and that you're adapting with what's happening in your life. Because you're going to experience these ups and these downs. And your work with spirit will usually end up on the bright side being a highlight of that. But sometimes you may not have that time to sit down and do that hour meditation if that's what you love to do. Or you may not have that, you know, check-in time that you normally would because a change in your schedule has happened. So allowing yourself to talk to your guides while you're in the car, to talk to them while you're going on your daily walk or while you're on the treadmill at the gym doing something really repetitive. You want to adapt and be flexible as much as you can. And that's how it becomes a lifestyle. So other than just starting to ease in and being very gentle, focusing on being in balance and not being in the extreme pendulum, which is going to rock you back on the other side. And you've gone from the diet to now it's like, (laughs) I want all the pie and the cheese and the cake and (laughs) all that stuff, like full buffet for two months. So the next step is 
it's so important when we're starting something new or reconnecting with something to find your inspiration again. What is this all about for you? Really feel into your heart. Why does this matter? What does this mean for you to feel truly connected, for you to feel the confidence of being guided, for you to know that when you're in times of challenge and peril and difficulty in your life, that there are those in your corner helping provide that reassurance, helping to guide your direction so that you know you're going of all the options, the best possible one that you can. What does it mean to be in alignment with that level of evolution? And tap into that. Really explore it in your heart because you want to hold on to that motivation. You want that to be fuel for you at times when you are tired, (laughs) at times when, you know, it's tempting after the first week and the novelty of things have worn off, is you're in touch with what it really means to you on the big picture level. What What are the results all about? What is this life going to look like for you when you're in that space of being grounded and guided. So the next thing that I would encourage you to do is set up a really welcoming environment that you would like to connect in. Maybe it's a corner in your space. Maybe you have a room that you have dedicated to personal practice or just, you know, a special place for you, whatever that looks like, just refresh that environment, reconnect with it, make it an inspiring place that you want to be that has pleasurable elements to it. So that way it encourages you to come back to it, especially if you put something new in there Mm -hmm. that you look forward to connecting with, it sort of gets your get your brain and everything else and all the dopamine going, get really excited like, oh, I'm going to light my new aromatherapy candle when I sit down or use my new candle holder or I'll write in my new journal or, (laughs) you know, I'll use my new oracle cards, whatever it is. Zhuzh it up a little bit so that you get excited about what's in the space. You get excited to sit down, that it's new energy for you. It's fresh. That's going to create a lot of nice stimulation within your physical body and it also brings that extra inspiration energy you're not doing the old stuff you're coming to where you are now and responding to where you are now and growing with that energy about once a week I try and refresh my space where I do readings with flowers I love flowers and they really add a little bit of color they add a little bit of life it's great feng shui But adding that extra life and color is nice. And it's one way that I just get excited about when I sit down. Oh, I have these beautiful flowers to gaze into and be a new thing in my environment. Because otherwise, honestly, as much as I'm in the space, honestly, I just be bored. So add little extras, add new things, play with your crystals, put them in a fun pattern, do whatever it is that you need to do to really get excited about it. And create this welcoming space for your guides as well, not just for yourself, but also for them. Create some energetic gesture of welcome to them. Maybe you just print something out that says, you know, I'd like to welcome my guides or an affirmation that you're working with, or you just do something that represents their energy to you in a visual way. Like I have a 
candle holder that, you know, I always light a candle to represent spirit being in the room, being in the space. It's like my way of welcoming them in. So whatever that looks like for you, create that welcoming energy. And you're going to let them know every time you say that statement, every time you light this candle in this candle holder, that it's your way of directly welcoming them. And that adds extra energy so that they're going, oh, she's getting ready. Something's about to happen here. She's going to be a little bit more receptive for the next five minutes or so. Let's see what's going on. So it gives some good cues to them because they understand really directly what's going on. You're welcoming them. So it's creating a good environment from your heart to help you shift out of whatever it is that has been going on, whether it was traffic, whether it was just making dinner and, you know, handling craziness and moody kids and whatever's going on that it helps you move into that space of gratitude and openness in the heart. For me, it's incense. And in particular, it's sandalwood. Mm-hmm. Whenever I light a sandalwood incense, it puts me in that space almost immediately. I can just sort of settle right in mm-hmm. because I've done it for so long that that's what that sandalwood represents to me. And it allows me to go immediately into that place. Yeah, it helps you connect right. with the energy. It tells your systems like this is what we're about to be doing. And since I think can be good for some people, I, I like sandalwoods, things that are natural. I feel like incense for my energy is always really harsh and it's hard. It didn't used to be that way, but as I've gotten more sensitive, so I use some um, more essential oils or things like that mm-hmm. just because other resins can be a little bit heavy for my energy personally. But whatever it is that works for you, listen to your body. You know, if your body likes one thing, follow that. Follow that feeling of pleasure and what opens your heart. As you're refreshing your environment, it's a great time to just do a little smudge. (laughs) Just go ahead, do a little cleanse, not just of yourself, but of your space. Make sure you're opening a window. Burn that white sage, fan that smoke into all areas, especially pay attention to the corners of the rooms because that's where energy really gathers. All that stagnant stuff tends to gather there. So clear that off. Cleanse your new cards, cleanse whatever it is that you that you're using to just reconnect with. And that gives you a nice, fresh energy to get started from. And that always feels so good. It's like when it's like cleaning the house, except for you're cheating and you only spend a few minutes just doing a little (laughs) a little smoke clean. It's great. No matter how long it's been, if it's been a few weeks, if it's been months, if it's been years, hey, If it's been decades from feeling that deeper sense of connection and your practices that help you feel in alignment with that, just dive back in. Get started somewhere. Focus on your inspiration. What is your catalyst for making this choice in your life, for moving towards a different kind of lifestyle? What is that all about for you and how does that connect with your heart space? Use that for fuel to help you be sustained in this lifestyle shift and in this choice. And know that anytime we start something new, yeah, it can feel a little messy at first while we're figuring it out, while we're trying new things and we're, you know, finding what works for us. Don't expect necessarily if you've been decades away from spirit that it's going to start off exactly the same as it was before. You're going to have to get in touch with who you are now who you are coming to spirit with as now. You have a different energy system than you did 10 years ago, 20 years ago, even a year ago. Our energy system is constantly shifting and changing. 
So know that you need to be sensitive to that and really be with it for the long haul because you know it's worth it, because you know that this is contributing to higher and higher levels to your success, not just your success as a person, but your success on the soul level. So that in the end, when you go to the other side and you're in your life review, you can go, I lived this life to the highest and best of my ability. And I can say that affirmatively. All right, everybody, sending you a lot of extra love, a lot of extra light, and hopefully some extra inspiration so that you can get started reconnecting with your guides today. So do one little something. If it's cleaning off a table, if it's adding some flowers to your special space, whatever it is, just take one step towards that today. All right, many blessings. See you next week. The Modern Life and Spirit podcast is for informational purposes only. The information provided is not intended to provide medical, psychological, legal, or financial advice. Information provided is not to diagnose or treat any medical or psychological illness. To read the full disclaimer, see SedonaMedium.com.